0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Talking about a lot of stuff, one of which Browns fans, like if you had to shovel out the stadium, like they're doing in Buffalo for 20 bucks, and I don't know, maybe some food. Would you do it? I, I'm like, yeah, I think it would happen once, but I'm not sure it would happen again. I, I know the perfect person to ask. Well, this it's question 20 bucks to. an hour. It's not just a straight up hour, yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. All right. Would he or would he not? Brian Anderson, you know him, you love him. He's Tampa Bay Rays. Color analyst, love, pitch for the Indians. We love him. He's a super friend of the show. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. B.A., would you shovel Cleveland Brown Stadium? If you had to to make sure we had a game here,
3: uh yeah, to make sure that we had a game, yes, I would. Okay, now. What if
2: it didn't matter? What if the league's like, are you playing a game there, whether you can sit in the seats or not? Would you shovel then?
3: Probably not. That's what I. That's my man. That's Brian Anderson. Yes. Here's the thing. I I think that I was right in line with all of the Buffalo Bill fans either because when that game started, it didn't look like they had made much of a dent in the seats.
2: Amen. There were a lot, especially for the Steeler fans. It's not, there's no way the Buffalo fans last week knew where the Steelers were sitting, did they? Where Steelers fans were sitting. There's no way they knew that. I don't know how you could. Yeah, no. Not no, with the way you can buy, buy tickets. There. There. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's not like high school and college where you get right. a section. So, yeah, they would have no idea. But still, you you could see the, the task that they were attempting to undertake. And well, here's the thing, when they first started shoveling, when it started, it was still snowing hard. So they were just, you know, you're you're kind of a, a mouse on a wheel. You're not getting a whole lot done. And like I said, they got the field cleared. It was nice when the game started, and those stands were packed with snow. So it was body heat melting, mushing it down to the, you know, to the different aisles and concourses. courses. But, yeah, it didn't, didn't look like they had, uh, had, had done a whole lot. So, yeah, if it didn't matter and they were playing there anyway, probably not going to head down there and start shoveling first thing in the morning.
1: Well, while we're on this ridiculous, I have to admit, I enjoyed every single time Buffalo would score. You see everybody take the snow and throw it up in the air. I did really oh, yeah. enjoy that one. <laughs> that
3: made me <laughs> yeah, laugh. And you know what? Listen, I, I agree with you. And at the same time, you're like, this is Bill's Mafia. When does the snowball fights get out of hand, and when do they start launching them at the players? And for the most part, I think they seem to be pretty well behaved. Oh, I saw a play a last week. There were a couple of. There them. There was a
2: play in the end zone last week where somebody threw a snowball as the ball was approaching. And yeah, I was like, that was man.
3: The that's one. wrong, man. Also, yeah, well, yeah. of course, but but how many how many uh, adult beverages deep was that dude? Well.
1: Not to mention, did you see the guy jumping off the snowbank and basically doing the Jeff Hardy swanton bomb off the top of the uh, the cage <laughs> through the table? That was a little much.
3: <laughs> well, again, it's Bill's Mafia. It's, that's, that's what they all do. And, that's who they are.
2: All right, so I wasn't here. Jeff Thomas did this yesterday, and Poobah can't fly in there to tell me the story, too. You tell me, you talk about crazy fans. So you know they're building the new stadium next to the stadium that's there right now, and there's a giant pit where they're building the stadium, and apparently – on the five game winning streak, somebody sacrificed. They didn't, I, I think they just got hurt. They jumped into the pit, right? They, do you know, Dan? Was there any bodily damage done to no. some? They, they jumped into the pit like uh, they sacrificed themselves, is what they were saying.
1: Apparently, BA, again, there's a pit right there. And before the game, as good luck, somebody jumps into the pit. I don't know why. These people are just, they're their own breed up there. They're starting to turn into like people from the UP. So apparently, they're like feral.
2: So it's a TikTok thing, and uh, here's what happened. I just, somebody, Kristen said this on, I'm reading this in the story. I just saw a TikTok, and apparently Bill's fans are building a new stadium, and so far it's it's a big pit in the ground. Five games ago, a fan (laughs) fell into the pit, and they won. Since then, a fan sacrifices themselves to the pit before every game, and they win. Of
3: course. Of course, and I'll bet you it's more than one fan. I mean, are we talking about Buffalo or Babylon? My good Lord. <laughs> I mean, listen, Dan, I, I'm waiting for Indiana different... Jones
2: to pop out here.
3: Either that hey, or we NFL, go Dark Knight Rises. Right. NFL fans, you know, they're a different breed, especially when you get a fan base like Buffalo and, dare I say it, like Cleveland. You know, go down. I haven't been there in a long time, but go down to the Muni lot. And And just just observe it's it's a different human that that gets into these games you know to the level that some of them do, uh and it's there's no telling what is next on the list, and there's actually nothing that should be surprising about how fans get ready for a game because that's what you know, listen, you, you sacrifice yourself to the pit, the team's going to win. It's tried and tested for the last five weeks now, so you know.
2: But you tell me, you were in a Major League Baseball locker room. Did you ever see anybody have any weird rituals? Like, we all saw the movie Major League. We all saw all that stuff. Did, in, in all the Major League locker, did you ever see anybody have any, like, weird quirks or rituals or things that they would do that they believe brought them luck while they were playing?
3: You know, here's the thing. I don't know so much because if you're a realist, you realize if that was the case, then I should be great every game, and no player is. So it's not that it brings you luck, but it makes you comfortable. It puts you in a comfort zone. Baseball, and I'm sure football is exactly the same, but baseball, because it's an everyday sport, it it is so routine-oriented, you cannot believe it. In fact, it bleeds into your personal life. Uh, You know, listen, I live it every day. Everything is about routine. And it's not that you think that it's going to bring you good luck and you're going to have a great outing every time, but it makes you comfortable. It gives you peace of mind. It puts you in a spot where... You are comfortable. And when you are most comfortable, that gives you your best opportunity to go out and perform. So it's more about that than the good luck because it wouldn't take you too long to figure out, yeah, I'm old for my last twenty and I've been sticking to the same, you know, little routine and it's it's not working. It's not about that. It's about getting into a comfortable place and just, you know, and, and feeling good about your routine. You know, I would go out and, and my warm up times would change based on whether we were the home team or the visiting team. Because, obviously, as the home team, I'm pitching first. So I would warm up at, you know, whatever it was. For a 7.05 game, I'd start warming up at at 6.45. And on the road, I would start warming up at 6.48 because I was going to pitch second. So I wanted to have about the amount of time, you know, between my end of my warm-ups and when I'm going to finally hit the mound. Of course, on the road, you're guessing. But that was something that I did. I've been around guys who – for the entirety of the season, we'll eat the same lunch at the same time at the same you know every single day, or at least at the same number of hours before the game started every day for the season. Wow, you're talking six straight months of the same food, you know, two and a half hours before the game. It, they never deviate. You, you see it all in baseball, and I'm sure you you see it an awful lot in the other sports too.
1: Former Indians pitcher Brian Anderson, current Rays color analyst, uh, joining us on the North Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. A little bit of news that's coming down right now. B.A. Linebacker Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, guard Wyatt Teller, named to the Pro Bowl. Uh, they were alternates for this game, so now the Browns adding more guys that will be heading to the Pro Bowl festivities. Yeah, there you go. Good for them. That's that's wonderful. It's good to see the Browns getting their dues. So. Thoughts B-A- on that one, and yeah. then I'll follow up with something else.
2: Yeah, B-A-I, You Just hop on four, and you can go watch a flag football game. It'll be great.
3: <laughs> well, that, you know that's the thing that 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 is more, I think, about the honor of of being elected to the Pro Bowl than actually what goes on at the Pro Bowl because it is unwatchable, absolutely unwatchable. And I don't you know, the skills competition. You know, maybe a flash by that for I don't know. It can hold your attention for what thirty seconds. A minute. There there's nothing that goes on at the Pro Bowl that is even remotely interesting to me. And I think most other fans, people will tune in because there's a, a little thing called a football that gets thrown around and caught. And so people will, but, but no one can possibly enjoy that. These players will, they'll go there and have a great week together and, you know, get to hang out and just have a wonderful time. And, and, it, and it's such an honor for them. And that's fantastic. It is God awful for the fans.
1: All right, buddy. Browns decided to make some moves. Move on from Alex Van Pelt. It's being rumored. Still, multiple sources saying it hasn't been confirmed by the team. Stump Mitchell, also the running back coach. Browns are moving on from him. Tight end coach as well. What do you think of the moves on the offensive side of the ball, and what does it signal?
3: Well, you know what? A couple things. First of all, I was surprised. Um, you know, when they, when it came down the pike, I was like, whoa, wow, that's that's really interesting. You know, and uh, but then you start to, you know kind of connect the dots and and, and try to put the puzzle together. And you have to believe that with all those changes. Now I I did hear a rumor about potentially why maybe stump was out and and I'm, I do not want to get into it. You know, I don't know if you guys have talked about it or heard the same thing that I did, but it may have nothing to do with stuff that's happening on the field. Um, So, you know, that was interesting uh, about, and nothing that, that, you know, nothing salacious. I mean, it's nothing uh, like that. Um, but you know, I had heard something about maybe there was some information that was leaked to the media that wasn't supposed to be out there. You know, all of these different things. So who knows what the truth is? That's just what had been reported, what I had seen. But the other side of it, you think to yourself, if you're still going all in on Deshaun Watson, and you and I, you guys and I have talked about this multiple times, but with Joe Flacco running that offense, how many times did you see him take the snap, drop back? put a foot in the ground and drive a pass to where it needed to be most of the time. And it was on time when you saw Deshaun Watson, make a lot of his plays. It was take the snap, drop back, put a foot in the ground. Look, can't read anything. Can't see anything. Start to scramble and move. Uh Oh, something pops open. I drop it to him and he goes for 30 yards. So maybe it's the the realization by Kevin Stefanski and the powers that be that, you know what? We need to get a guy that can tailor his offense to Deshaun Watson and what he does well, because maybe Alex Van Pelt and and that offense and whatever scheme they had, and I know Stefanski's you know the guy, the play caller, and, and it's and it's his offense too. But but it it almost feels like they're trying to form and fit it to Deshaun more than anything else. Those guys, you know, you, you, they didn't do. A, a bad job. I mean, they, they really didn't, but maybe they're not a fit for Deshaun and maybe they've seen enough of Deshaun in that system to realize we need new voices in, in this building. And and I think that's probably what it is more than anything else.
1: All right, BA. So I know you've got an eye on Tampa Bay as well. What are you feeling going into this game? Baker versus the lions up at Ford field in Detroit.
2: Is it Baker? Media down there too, by
3: the way.
1: Yeah. Is everything going nuts? Oh Yeah. Yes,
3: yes, it really is, especially after his performance last week. And, and quite frankly, my good God, I'm on the, the Buccaneer bandwagon. That, that's always been my kind of adopted NFC team anyway. And now that they have Baker and the Browns aren't in it, their full attention goes to them. And last week, you know, what did he throw? 337 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, absolutely took apart that Philadelphia defense. You know, it's going to be tough uh, on the road in Detroit, but I think that that game is absolutely winnable. I mean, Detroit's a good team. They're not infallible. And with as hot as the Bucs were, both offensively and defensively last week, I think that they can go out there and, and put a, a really good performance on and give themselves a chance to win that game. I, I think that all the games this weekend are really intriguing. Obviously, that one, the you know, the, the most eyeballs are on that down here, and, and certainly they're excited for Baker. But this weekend of football is going to be fantastic.
2: So are you rooting for Baker as a former brown oh, yeah. i mean as a brown oh, you know, know does that. the browns yeah. aspect play into that though that's my question
3: um well let's just say this i, I again I, i've got a little little guy who just turned five at the end of november whose name's baker and he was born in mayfield ohio so yeah yeah i kind of i kind of like the guy
2: there you go it means That'll something do it. that it's, it's it's very significant hey have a good week what's the temperature down there right now by the way
3: why are you doing
1: uh, this no, to us? No,
3: no, hold on, hold on. Now, now I, I will tell you this. I don't, I don't feel bad. I see what you guys are going through, and yeah. it is god-awful. Just it lie is, to me right now, those, B.A. That's all I want. Just things, lie to me. No, well, no. Here's what I'll tell you. Right now, it is, it's nice. It's 75. Uh, but it, what's weird is the tail end of that cold front that you guys are uh, getting hit with is going to hit down here, and people are freaking out because apparently Sunday morning it's going to be in the 30s. And there's a freeze warning, and so people are, you know, they, 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 it's very uncomfortable down here. Yep, no school Nothing on like Monday. No school
2: on yeah, Monday. I mean, they're going to have to cancel the baseball games.
3: Dude, you're not kidding. Holy it is so it. weird being down here now when people are like, oh, my gosh, did you see? It's going to be 45 tomorrow when we wake up, and I'm thinking, my good Lord. 45 in Cleveland right now, they, people would be in short, and shorts.
2: Oh, I'd be so happy if it was 45 right now.
3: B.A., have a great weekend, my friend. Enjoy the football. Avoid the pit.
2: Yes, avoid uh, the pit.
3: <laughs> I will be nowhere near the pit, boys. We'll be in touch. Talk Peace. to you later. All right, Let's we'll talk to you later.
2: It. Brian Anderson, super friend of the show, joins us on Fridays, and he's always on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Yep, Baker Mayfield. You heard it. He's down there. I didn't realize that. Kid's name is Baker, born in Mayfield. Wow, never realized that for,
4: uh, for BA. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
3: Thank you.